Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. you friendly force users welcome to another episode of echo station podcast uh, and i'm your host chris and i'm here with my fabulous coast co- coast ghost coast co-host <laughs> space a ghost little bit coast of- to coast space goes coast to coast oh Ian. boy hi yes. i'm a space ghost hi. yeah that was fantastic um oh, so today Today, we are joining you for our final episode of this season's um, series of Padme's Closet. Yay! Yay! We will be covering the last four um, outfits that she wears that are, you know, like, actually worth mentioning. Yeah. There's a few that are... Deleted scenes and stuff that we're just kind of skipping over. We might we yeah. might mention it sort of tangentially, but yeah, it's nice also that we're getting this series done like within the year, unlike last time when we like spread out over like a year and a half because of reasons. But shh, <laughs> we're improving. Yeah, no, no, it's perfect because we're ending this, and then we're gonna pick up on our other mini series, the Mandafetso. Yes, and then so it's after perfect that- timing. Perfect. Will basically be our season finale, so or we're ending our season with the Mandalorian like we did last time, so it'll be fun. Yeah, and we'll take our we'll take our winter recess and then we'll be back. Yes. So news wise in the Star Horse Galaxy, uh not a whole lot. Um they have announced the uh the holiday special that's being released in Lego form. Uh, which looks actually really cute. And they're having uh, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, and I think a few others from the original cast coming back to voice their uh, prospective Lego counterparts. So that's always fun. That would be super cute. Yeah. Uh, And it's going to be the holiday special that I think everyone remembers and likes. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever actually seen the holiday I did, and I totally forgot that um, B. Arthur is in it. Oh, that's the best part of it. It's that is absolutely the best, the best part. part of I just it. totally just like spaced on it because I was watching. Uh, what was I watching? Oh, um, uh, History of the World Part One, 
<laughs> and she's in that for a brief yes. cameo. <laughs> I'm a philosopher. You're a bullshitter. You're a bullshitter. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best oh. parts of the movie. And so I forgot that she, she was, was also in the holiday special and I love it, love it, love it. That was so freaking funny. No, I, I mean, I absolutely understand why George Lucas likes to pretend like that never happened, but because yeah. it's a train wreck. But, but that part was amazing. Funny enough, they are still having Life Day in this new uh, holiday special. Hey, I appreciate the continuity. So, which is going to make hol- which is going to make Life Day canon? Yay! So finally, the Wookies get to have life day i don't know if it's still the wookiees doing Wookie it or not representation but, you know yeah if lumpy isn't in this I'm, I'm gonna revolt that's all i'm gonna say i just want a whole 10 minute session of of wookiees chatting with no subtitles oh yeah everyone's gonna be, should be like what the fuck <laughs> be fantastic um other news wise like not a whole lot is happening uh they did reveal though that the cal kestis lightsaber from uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is going to be available soon at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They took a poll from people, and that was the lightsaber that won. That's pretty awesome. So, and it's really cool too. It's a cool design. Uh, so I can't wait to to see how they're going to turn that one out. Um, mm-hmm. but and then uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be let me see here, less than a week. No, it'll be just. Just almost a week until uh, Mandalorian Season 2 starts. So everyone's yes. gearing up for that. Apparently, we're recording this on a Monday, so apparently there's a trailer dropping tonight. We're not, we haven't seen it yet, so we might, we'll be tweeting about that probably in the next few days. Anyway, uh, and of course, like if something breaks like during our recording, I'm just going to stop right there and be mm-hmm. like, guess what just happened? So if we go off on a tangent, folks, yeah, just it- let, us, let us go. I- Maybe they're waiting for 8 o'clock. I don't know. Or maybe they're waiting for a specific time. It's during, like, um, whatever sports game's happening right now. I think... Oh, that makes sense. So, halftime? I don't know. All I know is the Chiefs are playing, so... Go Chiefs! The Chiefs are playing, yeah. Dodgers Uh, are in the World Series, so... Ooh! That's awesome. Where have we gone right now? What's happening? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We've lost our audience. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, no... Like what? No. What is a Dodger? Like duck Dodgers? Yeah, yes. Yes, like duck Dodgers. Um, and then Anywho, Chris and I yeah, were talking. So... We realized that we haven't done uh what we learned in the Star Wars universe in like forever. Yeah. And we're truly sorry about that, guys. Uh we want to so... share the random knowledge. Yes. Um the first article I, I gotta tell this the because it's funny. The first random article I pulled up was just hand. And they told me it was a appendage on a limb, and that was it. Aren't you so, glad that the Star Wars Wikipedia <laughs> exists so that you know what a hand is? Yeah, so I'm thinking... Um, How would you know? We're not, yeah, we're not going to be doing that one. Uh, no. Instead, so I hit another one, and... Alright, so I'm going to let you guess. Is it a person, is it a place, or is it a weapon? Oh, that's oddly specific. Uh, so I'm going to say weapon? You are correct. <laughs> Look at that. And she doesn't know this, by the way. She doesn't know what it's going to be. So this no. is... Let me see what it's called officially. Oh, 
this okay it's captain phasma's blaster rifle It is a special check F- that one. Yeah, what? It's an FL or sorry, F11D blaster rifle. Um it is the personal weapon of one Captain Phasma. Uh the blaster's features features a buttstock, a chromium finish as like her armor, and of a course. recurve trigger guard for two-handed grip. How fancy. So I wonder if it's also fancy. made out of the of Palpatine's old cruiser it is that's cool it is indeed um some fun little facts about it um uh it's coded to her like i guess grip or something so only she can fire it oh that's cool yeah that's really and cool. smart the like, heck is happening up there that's really smart what Sorry, there's just a whole bunch of noise upstairs. Oh, um, uh, yeah, that's really cool. I want, I want a personally coded handgun. That would be really cool. You right? imagine how much safer that would be? Yeah, like, haha, you can't shoot me. Yeah, James um, Bond is like, where do I get one of these? <laughs> well, and so it's, uh, she doesn't use it at all in uh, Force Awakens. But she finally shoots it off and uses it in The Last Jedi. I find that very funny. Oh, well, she was underutilized as a whole, so. Yes. And, oh, a little fun behind-the-scenes fact. According to uh, folks on set, the blaster scene in The Force Awakens was more gold than the one in The Last Jedi. I guess The Last Jedi was more shiny chrome, and the one in Force Awakens had a bit of a gold tint to it. Interesting. Interesting. So there you go. That's Phasma's blaster. Not a whole lot to be said about it, but it's cool. It's shiny no, and it's, it's not kind of cool. Yeah, that's yes. all I need in a blaster. That, that is... pretty much sums up Phasma. Yeah, <laughs> cool, shiny. Not a whole pretty. lot to say about her, but she's cool, shiny, and pretty. Yep, that's boy. Is that sad or what? Phasma in a nutshell. Yeah, it's it's sad. Um, okay, guys, so. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to start our deep dive into the last four outfits of Padme in Attack of the Clones, so stay tuned. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And we're back. Hooray! Hey! Okay, so right. you want to kick Let's us off? Dive in. Yeah, so continuing um, that sort of blue theme that tends to follow Padme around. Um, I guess that's, I, you know, I would say it's probably her favorite color because she seems to wear it most often. So I would think I'm going to, I'm going to say canonically in my head, at least my head canon is that blue is her favorite color. Okay. So for outfit one, um, we have, uh, so, so we've, you, excuse me. When last we left off, 
Padme and uh, Anakin were visiting Naboo and having picnics and strolling around, talking about sand and getting busy, right? Yes. <laughs> and now, now they're going to meet Anakin's family. So they travel to Tatooine. And uh, the first outfit that we get to see her in is this beautiful blue two-piece, the Tatooine homestead dress. Is it really a dress if it's a two-piece? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it's a it's this beautiful, really, really light blue, um, super chic kind of wrap top with bell sleeves and um, and a draped hood, and it kind of crisscrosses the fabric crisscrosses in the front. It's midriff, so you get to see um, Natalie Portman's incredibly toned abdomen, super envious. Um, and then it is wrapped around this kind of like hip hugging skirt culottes sort of thing um with a shiny little buckle attachment <laughs> in the front I, I mean it's pretty it's pretty simple um but it's the the draping on this is couture level draping and oh for sure very very difficult for someone who is not experienced with fabric draping to recreate this uh, um, it is stunning though really oh, and pretty. then the back yeah and then the back has this this gorgeous, um, I don't know, I, I'm not sure if it's painted on, because it almost looks painted. Uh, it's these little fabric kind of leaf motif thingies. I don't know if they're painted or embroidered, but the back cape lit type thing has that all over. And then it's also repeated along the edge of the bell sleeves. Um, it's very pretty. Very, very pretty. Um, and in the very beginning, she does briefly wear a really hideous cloak. <laughs> this, That's why we're not talking this about it. Really bizarre, yeah, blue cloak thing that we're just, yeah, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> I, it's very, very strange. Yeah, um, it's not. Let's see. It's, but, she has like a turtleneck on, too. Yeah, and she's got this weird, like, head condom thing <laughs> on. Like it goes, it go, it circles her entire head. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's, weird. it's so Padme. I gotta say, with this outfit, the one with the midriff, she seems to be the only like smart one with how she's dressing on Tatooine. Everyone else is in like layers and like burlap and like wool, and she's just in like a flowy like dress robe. And I'm like, she's the only smart yeah. one right now. I don't know. I mean, they seem to be covered up from the sun, so maybe there's something to that. I, I mean, think about. If you go to desert countries in reality, people are very, very covered up. That's very common. I guess that's true. So I don't know. She she just seems like the typical outsider coming to visit and wearing their festive clothes. That would be me. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's see. So the book says... Yeah, talk about her hair, too. Don't get her hair. Her hair's really pretty in this. Sorry. Yes. Um, I think... it's going to talk about it in this a little bit. Um, this is a crossover long-sleeved pale blue crepe jersey top printed with silver gray... Oh, okay, they're printed on. Silver gray motifs along the hem edges and the cape-shaped back. The hood and matching skirt front gather details are decorated with vintage beads made into fringed tassels. The delicate Art Nouveau-inspired headdress was silver-plated, then aged using FVE. F-E-V, which is French enamel varnish. 
Um, that's really cool. Yeah. So she has this really for a pretty... hair piece that you can barely see. That's ridiculous. I know. So it's, it's it's so typical though. But she has this really really pretty sort of long primary like mostly loose like a loose ponytail sort of um curled Botticelli goddess kind of hair and it's it's super pretty. I love this outfit. I love this outfit. It is. It's really pretty and it yeah. again shows off her more feminine side. It's very feminine. <laughs> I love that this is what she picks to meet to meet Anakin's family. <laughs> like, I know. Well, I just, it's not even like Anakin's family. It's very it's just much, like Well, it's as close surrogate. as it gets to being it's yeah, it's as close as it gets to being meeting the parents, meeting the yes. Anakin parents. And she's like pulling on she's pulling like a full Alexis Rose here. <laughs> oh, for sure. Does not fit in. Does not fit in at all. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. They're probably like, you know, whispering in their little homestead bed at night. They're like, she's really out of his league. <laughs> like you, like, are you paying her? What's happening? Is, are you, is, are you force tricking her? What is happening? Here? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still like, it's, uh, but she doesn't give a fuck. No. She do what she want. Anyway, um, and that's, I don't know, that is, that is that for that outfit. It's really yes. pretty. It, like I said, it shows off her feminine side. Uh, what would you rate it? I would give this one probably like an eight, eight out of 10. I've okay. always really liked this one. I've always had a really soft kind of our like it's consensus just... for, I think all of our outfits and Attack of the Clones, we all, we've all given them like eights <laughs> We and do tend to la- land. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, most of them I absolutely love. Um, but this one I do I do like a lot. I would love to make this outfit. I will never again have the abs for this. <laughs> Thanks, pandemic. Um, we can just spray them on. Like with, we'll just you spray know, them on. Airbrushed. We just Can you just CGI my, just CGI my abs? Just, just yeah, do we'll, that. We'll just put like a big old like green like thing on your belly and then we'll just... <laughs> We'll oh yeah i'll just wear like a green bathing suit underneath and we'll photoshop it in that'll be awesome yeah Perfect. be fantastic okay cool i'll do that. um cool, cool, cool. so i get this outfit a seven out of ten just because yes it is really really pretty and it's really gorgeous but it's still kind of just boring for me like, yeah but things, then again like things can be pretty and boring but, and i just like you know eh it's already incredibly overdressed for what she's doing. So if it were more on her typical level of clothing, I just, I feel like everybody would be embarrassed. That's like also she true. She would feel uncomfortable and everybody would just feel really awkward. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. So it feels appropriate, at least to her level, it feels appropriate for the situation. Yes, that's, yeah. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Skywalker. I'm the woman who's stooping your son. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so this next outfit. Oh, boy. I don't know how to, like. Oh, God. Okay, so the book calls it just Homestead Dress 2, which is super boring. 
Um, (laughs) The Rebel Legion calls it the poncho dress. Because... Wow. Okay, so this looks like... Alright, you know how there were a whole bunch of people who moved to the Southwest in like the 60s and 70s? Oh, yeah. And were hippies and, and, you know, like culturally appropriated all of this is a dress you would find someone wearing in arizona yeah this is it this is your arizona new mexico grandma (laughs) this is the shit she would wear it also though kind of reminds me of something like a young person would wear to coachella which also is that (laughs) yeah yes is also again all of that southwestern motif kind of oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> that said I, I think the colors are very pretty it again is that you know the blue tones that she likes to wear the uh, the it's beautifully constructed there are some incredible construction techniques that were used on is it beaded or is very it not interesting. Um, there are some beads um, there are some beads but it's it's embroidered um, and it looks it looks like it's a combination of hand and um and machine embroidery from the close-up it's a, the book actually doesn't say anything about it it's got these beautiful close-ups of the outfit but it doesn't say anything so she's got on like this blue sort of very ocean feeling shift dress it's the first layer that comes to a very low cut v neck on her um on her bust line and it looks, it's a very similar sort of uh, crepe-like fabric um, that's been um, kind of very knife pleated together. It looks very, very similar to the Waterhouse funeral dress. Okay, it's got, yes. It's got the same, yeah, you know, you see that? Yeah, yes. it looks really similar to that. Um, and then on top of that, like, it might even be part of that same dress. Now that I'm looking at both of them. Are these I the can't... same dress? Is it one? Is the smocking one is so similar. This, well, the no, wave shape silk devour. It look, hold on, let me see what it says on Rebel Legion. I thought it was separate. Like, she has the dress and then she has the over poncho. Very crinkly matte fabric with a plunging V-like knife. Yeah, I think it, they're separate pieces. So I think I'm wondering if this is very similar to her funeral dress, or if it's the same dress. Oh no, it's completely it's different. Cut... Well, she's got two pieces on. But I think their funeral dress, that blue's darker. Yeah, it could be the lighting too. I don't know. Anyway, they look they look if not they're very similar techniques, probably the same fabric. Um and then on top of this, she has this very coarsely woven blue lined poncho thing. <laughs> That's It's the worst part of this outfit, let's be real. I love the sleeves. I love the sleeves on this. I will say I like that. Um, and it's got in, I used to always think like maybe this was some weird traditional tattooing thing, but now that I'm looking at it close up, it has traditional Naboo symbols. Yeah. It has her crest on the Embroidered sleeve, into it? it. Yeah. Yeah. So no, so this is definitely an, a weird Naboo thing. 
Which I would God, never picture a Naboo people like. No, where would they wear this to? Like a festival, maybe. Like this is, if, yeah, this is like for Naboo Coach- Coachella. This is Naboo Coachella, <laughs> and it's got these like oh. ribbon fringe. It looks like I'm sorry. It just looks like bad Native American appropriation. It does. It really does. I'm but not it's there are all so many elements that are so pretty. It just as as a whole outfit, it just has me always thinking, why, why did you do this? Like she, I mean, she's going to pop up in Arizona or at Coachella. Like this is very much that she would not stick out at all in New Mexico. I just, Nobody the, would question this outfit. Oh no! So the funny thing is. I remember this outfit the most because it's the outfit where Anakin tells her, like, he killed all the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. So I consider this, like, the the uh, bad decision, like, oh, you heard that and you're still going to be with him dress. <laughs> <laughs> Choices. Oh, Padme. Choices. That dick Choices. must be real good. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Like... Okay. Oof. Oof. So, and her hair is just in just like curls, right? It's not anything special. Special. Yeah, it looks like it's just taken down from whatever whatever she was wearing earlier. Yeah. So, like, it looks comfy. So she's very much dressed for Tatooine. If I didn't feel awkward as you know awkward as fuck wearing this because of the appropriation tones to it, it looks super comfy. I wouldn't mind chilling around in this. Yeah, I used to see a bunch of cosplayers that would do this, and now, not so much. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why. Let's, let's ponder. Hmm. Oh, God. Okay. All right, so, so that said, um... Third. Oh, right, we have to, we have to rate yeah, this let's... one first, don't we? No. Let's rate this yeah. one. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I, yeah. I so... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, uh, five out of ten. Oh, generous, generous. Um, for technique execution, I will give it a seven. But for overall look, I will give it a four. Okay. Because there's nothing interesting going on with her hair. I mean, I guess, you know, again, it's probably appropriate, more appropriate to the situation. Although... Jesus Christ, look at all the colors she's wearing. Doesn't Nobody wears colors on Tatooine. She just sticks out like a sword. She is so lucky she didn't get kidnapped. Come on, people. Right? Like, she's supposed to be hiding out and stuff, and it's like, ma'am. Oh my god. Yeah. People on Tatooine Anywho. wear beige, dark reds, uh, yeah. and like, lighter browns. Yeah, she she don't know what she's doing. She's just a clueless white woman. It's fine. It's, it, let her live it's her life. Fine. Let her live that fantasy. Um, so before we move on to the third outfit, we're going to take another quick little break, and then we're going to dissect her Geonosis battle outfit, and then finally, her wedding outfit. So, stay tuned, guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back once again. If you're Hello. if you're still with us, hopefully you are. Uh, <laughs> we've talked so far her two Tatooine outfits, and now we're going to move on to the Geonosis white outfit. Yes, battle Geonosis action outfit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I. Okay, you go. <laughs> um. Okay, so. <laughs> Padme, here's, here's what they say. Padme's action outfit started out like out life as a costume with no midriff at all. I thought it as somewhat equivalent to Leia in the slave outfit. George checked with Natalie and we got the go ahead for a costume that gets ripped off across her midriff. <sighs> oh, George. At, at least he checked with her first. Yeah, I mean, we, like she was going to say no? <laughs> I mean, come on. What was she going to say? That's fair. Okay, so let's talk about pre a kid. Let's talk about the pre pre rip. Okay. So it's a really pretty white fabric and it's a white outfit, very reminiscent of Leia. Uh yes. she kinda of got these like tan boots and then she also has this white is it like a cape cloak thing? What would you call that? It's Okay, so a wrap. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like you remember when those the when those giant scarves were really big, like like oh, the a decade ago. But like no, no, like the blanket scarves. Oh yes. Yeah. So it's that. It. It's that. She's and I actually that. have. I have this blanket. Oh no. <laughs> I have this oh, blanket. No. And interestingly enough, this weave on the blanket is exactly the same as the weave um, in Kylo Ren's um, tunic. Is it really? It is, the, it is the same weave pattern. Yep. That's very interesting. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Huh. It is, uh, I, it's, it's seen a few things in a few, I think a few things because also uh, old man hobo Luke Skywalker from the new series um, also is this similar weave. So, it shows up a lot. It's very it's very rugged. It's a very simple weave. Interesting. Why you would wear this into battle on a desert planet? I, yeah, that's fair. So, also, I like, don't know if it shows it in your she book She runs out the ships and throws a blanket on her? Wait, what the... Well... So does it show in your book what the alternative headdress was for this? Um, it might. Oh, the wrap one. That's like no, that's like on her head. Yeah. And she has like she has like a slit to look out of, and that's it. It it looks like a burka. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like a okay, it looks so this, like a white burka. This outfit also was in uh, the Clone Wars movie. And yes. she wore that. She wore instead. I think it was like, it was a purple cape. 
and like a purple looking burka, but she still wore that to go see Zero of the Hut. Yeah. So I don't okay. The outfit's really pretty. It's I'm very I'm just it's very flattering on her. Love it. Well, I mean, my it's a question skin is I don't get her whole silver armbands. Um accessories? I I don't like they're not holding <laughs> up anything. Understand. They're not holding up gloves. They're I don't not get holding it. up anything. They are I mean, maybe they're like maybe there's a power pack in it. I mean, I don't know. Like it's probably got some weird tech hidden I assume it, you know. she could maybe take them off and like create like a little like personal shield with it or something. I don't know. I don't know. Let, let's say that. Let's go with that. That makes sense. I mean, because but we know... it's just random. So we know, from, we know from the book that, you know, most of her stuff is not just aesthetic. It also has um, functional... Practicality and functional, yeah. Practicality, yeah. So so let's... Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> um. So... Also... So the outfit on like her at, at the chest, like she has like these weird like lines that are out of are they sewn in like to her outfit? Yeah, or so what? it's it's the way it's seamed. It's got this very odd um L-shaped seams that go right over the bus and like dart right where her nipples are. And it's very strange, but very interesting. Like I like it. It's visually interesting. I instead of it just being a solid just a solid outfit which would be you know very incredibly easy and plain that's the, that's the hardest part of that outfit it would be um it, you'd have to be a, a bit of an experienced um sewer to to know how to do that it looks cool yes i'm not i'm not mad at it i like it i think it's flattering it's interesting i don't think it necessarily draws your eye to her dress um but it's pretty cool you know, and it, 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 this is a very simple outfit. It's really simple, and the, the accessories and our friend, look almost unfinished. Well, our friend uh, Luna Flair, who was on the previous episode of Padme's yes. Closet, she did this outfit as well, and she said it was actually kind of hard to make with the whole chest-like seams or whatever. Yes, yes, those those seams are a bitch. I can tell you, just looking at them, they would be a bitch. But um, like alpha wise, it's very especially plain. with the it's jersey fabric looking. Yeah, I have always wanted to make this. Um, one day I will. <laughs> I have the uh, I have the prop blaster. Oh, um, do you? So yeah, so one day I'll get around to it. The um, boots, also, the, the boots are literally the hardest part of this. Well, I'd say the boots and the belt kind of looks difficult too because she has like a tan. Oh God, no, no, belt. no. No, it's literally just a piece of, um, it looks like, eh, looks like it might be, it's either synthetic or alligator, um, that's been painted tannish white, like an off-white, and that's it. It's not finished, it's not anything, it is, oh, really? literally just cut it out and throw it on. It is super simple. That's what I'm saying, the, the accessories on this almost look unfinished, and, um, her pouch and blaster thing all look like... They could be made out of clay. They're probably molded leather. They're probably wet molded leather that's been painted. Um, But they also look like they are sculpted, so they could just be some kind of sculpt. 
They're Can weird we looking. also super weird talk looking. about her hair? Her hair is... I think this is the one of those random times where this is her natural hair. Well, like... Th- this is it. I, this I is the only. So. This is the only hair Padme actually has because there's so little to it. Well, she has like her hair and like wires in the back. It looks really weird. It is super weird, but there's not a lot of hair. So I think I mean to me this kind of echoes her Naboo Starfighter hair in a way. Yeah. Okay, because remember how they had all those long tendrils. Yeah. But but it wasn't really thick. So if you took those tendrils and you coiled them up and then kind of like bunned them to the back of your hair, her hair, that it would be that. I just want to know in like from her trip to like, cause she, so she was in this outfit when they buried Shmi. Like in what point did she goes, Hey guys, give me like three hours to like coil my hair and then we can bury Anakin's mom. Her hair, it, it reminds me, like, if Padme were to, like, put her hair in dreads and then put them up in a bun. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Um, I mean, no, it looks just like, it looks like, if you've had long hair, you, you've done this out, you've done this to your hair. I've done but this it to looks, my hair. It's, like, coiled, though. It looks, it looks really weird and, like, really thinly, like, Yeah, thin I've coiled totally too. coiled my hair, and it's super weird, but, you know... Padme gonna Padme. Okay, well, okay, so moving on to the midriff part of it, which really isn't a whole lot. She gets scratched by the big kitty cat and... Oh my god, and it perfectly rips off her outfit. That's so dumb. This is such a dumb scene. I implore you all to watch the scene over and over again just to revel in how dumb it is. Yeah, I like how it takes off the midriff, but it also takes off like most of her like right, excuse me, sleeve as well. Yeah, but she gets to keep the dumb armband. Yeah, that stays on fully. It just it just swoops right off the armband. It oh uh, this outfit's stupid. so dumb. But I love this outfit. I love the way because it's very iconic looking. It's very cool looking, but it's so dumb. I just, I yeah, can't, you know, I'll never get over her, like, oh. For. It was, like, this is the outfit they Yeah, exactly, the so it's very, of. very iconic. And I think this is probably the one that's done, that's, this is the co- cosplay the most. Because it's it's also a major of Halloween costume. Episode 2 or just Padme? Padme, period. Yeah. I see. I, I'd say I see this more than anything, and also, like I said, it's it's a really common Halloween costume as well. Yes, very much so. So, oh my what goodness. would you rate this? <laughs> I would give this one like a six and a half. You know, it's very, it's reminiscent of Leia's first outfit. It's um it's practical. It makes sense for a battle. Um, it's very simple, you know. Aside from the blanket, <laughs> which is a thing that Padme does, <laughs> it's uh you know she's got she's got utilitarian boots and she's got her weapon and 
yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's cool. It's got cool construction, although it's very simple. It's very cool. The fabric looks really comfortable. Um, it's really like nice thick jersey knit fabric. I want to get my hands on some of that. Um, but otherwise, it's uh, it's boring. I don't know. Yeah, the, the hair the hairdo's dumb. The hairdo's dumb. I but it, it, I'm if with it, you in the whole six point five area too. It's yeah. I just I don't eh. hate it. Don't hate it. Don't absolutely love it. Yeah. No, it's 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 good for what it's supposed to be. It's fine. Exactly, it's fine. and that's what. Yeah. All right. So I also realized that we have to take another break to meet our quota for the episode. So <laughs> sorry, guys. So sorry, guys. Yeah, we'll take one more break, and then after that, we will be finishing out the season with Padme's wedding dress. So we will be back in yes. just a moment. Hello again. We're back. Hello, hello. Again. So, this is it. This is our last outfit of the season. Yep. We are ending on her wedding outfit. Oh, wow. Okay. So, do you remember, and I'm sure the rest of our listeners do too, when the very beginning, uh, when we talked about the very first episode, how there is always an outfit that I hate in each movie? Yes. It's this one for me. I know. I know. I and I know I know last time we talked to Lydia I don't I don't think she likes this one that much either. Like everyone is so shocked when I say I hate her wedding outfit, but I hate this outfit. I love it, but I am secretly an eighty five year old woman, so <laughs> so this appeals to my aesthetic. Then it fits you. Yes, exactly. Oh my god. Um, uh, Luna loves this. Luna is actually considered doing this one. Luna's an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> She's not. Luna sucks on helium in the back alley of Missy's. That is oddly specific. <laughs> I don't know where that went to. I don't know. Okay, All right, she's gonna so, listen to this and be like, "How dare you?" Yeah, this. I'm gonna hear from outfit, her lawyers. Um, oh God, yeah. Uh, I didn't know Hamburger Mary's employed a legal team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. okay. So yeah, what what does the Bible say about this? Does it say anything about this okay. dress? I hope the it Bible, does at least. Oh yeah, no, it devotes four pages to this. Four whole pages. Okay. okay. So, the wedding ensemble. Um is a multi-slate veil with headdress made from Edwardian wax flowers and beaded pearls. Small pearls are sprinkled over the rest of the veil. Um, and then for the full thing, it says, Utilizing the talents of Sandra Fullerton and her incredible embroidery facility in Sydney, we applicate with a manual satin stitch the available embroidered sections from an anti-glaze bedspread onto 11 silk tool pattern sections that would eventually become the wedding ensemble. As the amount of vintage fabric available was limited, Sandra's team made over 300 yards of French knit braid for the Cornley, um, sorry, the Cornley scroll work to combine and meld the panels. The finished dress was then studded with pearls. The wedding ceremony fabric details, wedding dress and Anakin's gold medal prosthetic hand, blah, 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 are all pictured here. Okay, yeah, so they, they have a bunch of really beautiful close-ups of, um, this dress, I mean, even if you hate it, the amount of work that went into this and detail 
is incredible. It's really incredible. Um, I will give it that for sure. Like, I'm not going to dog on that. Yeah. But I just, and I do it really, looks like I she's wearing her grandmother's doily on top of her head. Oh, no, it's the wedding doily dress. It absolutely is. And to recreate this, you would just buy a bunch of doilies. Like, I am, I have actually been squirreling away doilies for many years <laughs> with the idea that I might someday make this. Um, That's a like, sad every time thing I see to it, admit. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, Star Wars fans. <laughs> Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans. We're a sad group of people, I told but you. damn. My aesthetic is 85-year-old <gasps> grandma. <laughs> it just, like, so it doesn't remind me of a wedding dress that Padme would wear. Like, it just looks so, like, old and not her. Okay, so, and that makes sense because I assume this is a family heirloom. I assume that, like, our customs... Well, this no, her dress, parents didn't know she got married. It doesn't mean she wouldn't have the dress. It doesn't mean she couldn't have, like, you know, had one of the handmaids go and sneak the dress out. Go and sneak you the know? dress and then put it back at the very end of the ceremony. And then put it back. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Yeah, I, I fully believe that this is a family dress. I mean, they're at her estate. They're back on Naboo. So who's to say it wasn't just there? I think it's a family dress. I think it's a family heirloom dress. That is my uh, opinion. That's the... Okay, I will go with that just because it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense because it is nothing like anything else she wears. The style is completely different. And so it makes sense that it's an antique. And also literally yes. it's an antique. It's it's ancient. <laughs> it's ancient. Um But yeah, oh, I love I mean I really Bible appreciate that. The dress because well, give me, give that's me some it. details. That's it. Oh, that's it? No, that's it. That's all it says. Yeah, it has a uh, it, like I said it has a lot of really good close-ups so you can see um you can see that scroll work um the french knit braids they were talking about that scroll work that they used to take all of these various um antique doily patterns <laughs> and and frankenstein them together to make the overlay for this dress it's so I, is it multiple layers or is it one layer can you tell it's multiple layers um okay she's got on she's got on what looks like probably you know like a satin dress underneath and then all of this all of this sort of a uh, lace work is um is uh, how do I want to say St stitched on to netting that is then overlaid the the dress but like it's just a simple white dress and then this is stitched onto it and then there's beading that they put on as well it's so funny to me that this was a bedspread <laughs> it's just so funny <laughs> it's it's ridiculous she wore a bedspread she got married in a bedspread <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's, like I said, it's not a dress I would associate her with. Who knew Trisha Biggar was a, a Zero Waste fan? <laughs> it, uh, boy howdy. Yeah, no, I, so, I, I, I was, you know, as I was saying before, I, I really do appreciate when costume designers utilize, um, 
antique or or repurpose fabrics and clothing and pieces um, either from other movies or just you know found objects and stuff I think you know it's a fantastic way of not contributing to waste um, so I really do appreciate that but yeah I can see I can see where a lot of people wouldn't like this it's <laughs> um, my 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 mother would call it a very momo dress a very a, yeah a very what momo it's a it's what you call your grandmother in french oh momo okay i see yeah yeah sorry it's, my family yeah, my family are french speakers <laughs> so rating wise i'm giving this dress literally a one out of ten. Oh my god you're so funny you're so funny i give it a nine because I, I do love this dress I do love it. I don't know why. The, the, I will I, say I this, though. I fully accept that the, the headpiece is dumb. <laughs> like, the whole thing is just insane, but I love it. Oh, yes. So, I will say, though, and this is, I, I like this dress more than her tattooing disguise in episode one. <gasps> For shame. No, I totally get that. Because <laughs> it's I don't everyone like it knows either. I absolutely hated her Tatooine disguise. Oh, like, hated God. her Tatooine disguise. It's so dumb. But, it's dumb. But, it's, I, but again, it's it's effective for the time period. It, I just hate this dress so ugly. much. It's ugly. Uh, oh, my God. Sorry to end on that note, like, guys, that Ian hates it. Yeah, I was like, what and, a great way. What a, yeah. what a very divisive way to end I agree. <laughs> our season. That's pretty funny. And actually, I we don't... Should, we should poll oh, no, people. Wait. Ooh. We should okay. poll people. Be like, do you hate or... this dress? Yes or no. <laughs> okay. We might make a poll then sometime next week. Um, And I already know, I'm pretty sure I already know what episode three dress I hate. Uh... Pretty sure I know. Wow. That's a good question. I can't, I can't really think of it offhand. I think I know. I might have. No, yeah, I think I know it. So I'm already, I'm already gearing up for season three. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that wraps us up for this season, guys. We're done. It Gosh. has been a journey. Woman has a lot of clothes. Uh, I know, right? Uh, so thank you guys for for listening to Padme's Closet, for liking it, for loving it, for retweeting it. Uh, we really appreciate that you guys still like this mini series. We got one series, or excuse me, one season left, and then we're done with the whole thing. Uh, so Gosh. season three will come with us sometime next year. We just don't know when yet, but sometime next year we will start it up. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. But until then, uh, don't forget to follow us at Echo Station Cast on the Twitters. Um, you know, follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spreaker, on Spotify. On Stitcher, on Stitcher. You know, basically anywhere where you can get your podcasts, we are there. Um, and don't forget to leave us reviews, because if you do, we will shout you out on a future episode. We like hearing from you guys. Um, Chris, where can they find you? Yeah, as always, you can find me on Instagram at ChrisJaded, and on Twitter at the Dirt Witch. Um, and you can find And hey, guys, oh, if you I have any... Sorry. If you have any um, ideas of something you might want to hear us discuss, drop us a line. Let us know. No, they don't get to dictate that. You know, nobody needs to tell us what to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very good idea. Yes, don't forget. Yeah, drop us a line at Echo Station Cast on Twitter. 
Uh, we will gladly listen to your feedback. Um, and then you can also find me on the Twitters at IR Turner or on the Instagrams at House of Turner Cosplay. Um, I'm going to be dropping some new cosplay pictures there sometime soon. It's not. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's not, um, not Star, Star Wars, Wars related. related, but it is Disney related. No. And Chris technically, is yes. Be there with us, so it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, but really until cool. then, guys, uh, get, get out of the closet now. We're, we're coming out of the closet. We ventured in. Now we're coming, coming out back of the closet. out. Now we're coming back out. We're breathing again. Breathing the fresh yeah, we're air. Breath- we're breathing the fresh air. Um, no until more, next no time, more doily mo- mothballs. No, no doilies. No weird picnic dresses. No flight gear. Nothing. It's just we're, we're, we're reborn. You're reborn. Uh, I don't know where we're going with that. All right. And the dogs, the dogs are reborn too. On that note, we're going to go. Goodbye, guys. Let's go. We're good. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.